1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Born in California and raised in Zimbabwe, our next guest is a wildlife biologist, adventurer, and founder of Fantastica's Pictures. America first met him on the Discovery series, Naked and Afraid, going on to produce shows for Animal Planet and the History Channel. You've seen him as the host of the Animal Planet series, Mysterious Creatures, and this Wednesday we'll see the premiere of his latest project, Island of the Walking Sharks, as part of Shark Week on Discovery. Please welcome, Forrest Galante. Hey
0: Forrest, how've you been? Hey, what's
2: going on, Johnny? This uh, that intro is getting pretty cool, man. I gotta come on this show more,
0: dude. Listen, you're the one with the resume. You've been out getting busy. This the island of walking sharks. Those uh, uh, as as empalets the, the bamboo sharks.
2: That's correct. Walking cat sharks, also known as empalets, they're a small genus of sharks that has, over millions of years, evolved this incredible capability. To use their pelvic and pectoral fins, to actually walk along the sea floor.
0: Yeah, or as we know them, the WTF sharks or nightmare sharks. Just, yeah, seeing,
2: you know, hide your so. kids because they're coming to your local Target. But no, yeah. it's, it's, I'm kidding. They're <laughs> they're <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> excuse me. They're only in Papua New Guinea, Australia, and Indonesia, and they uh, they are an amazing creature.
0: Yeah, no, there's there's all kinds of crazy stuff. You get near Papua, and and it's and I've not been. But I'm a I'm a fan. I've been I've been watching that and and researching that area forever. I mean, there's the lost tribes there. There's all kinds of stuff there yep. that that we are, we we have yet to understand. And that you know, I'm always torn between exploration and leave them alone.
2: Uh, yeah, and I can understand that. I think exploration, you know, with the water for the right cause is really significant. And sure. in this case, exploration to further shark science uh, that we really have sort of a criminal misunderstanding of or or rather just criminally understudied you know these animals we just know nothing about them we don't know how many there are what their full range is why they're exhibiting this behavior and so uh for my team and I to go to Papua New Guinea and go on this incredible expedition filled with sharks crocodiles we met an incredible tribe of people that worship sharks um and then to study these three a unique species, was, was really fantastic. I mean, it was, it was an absolute pleasure. Oh, I,
0: by the way, what I was saying then is I was talking more about those lost tribes they found in Papua, not the sharks. Yes, marine research, of course, we're, we're criminally uh, misunderstand sharks. We uh, we They are amazing creatures, and I think there's so much more to learn. I think there's more species that we haven't seen yet.
2: Oh, I, undeniably. You know, I'm good friends with uh, a man named Dr. Dave Ebert, and Dave is, probably the leading shark scientist in the world, especially when it comes to naming sharks. And uh, he says all the time that we've, you know, we're sort of just scratched the surface. There are so many more that we don't even know about yet.
0: Yeah, because their place in the evolutionary chain, you think about the difference between, you talk about these bamboo sharks and shark week that can come up out of of the water for a certain amount of time and come onto land. Their place and their evolution is so different than, say, a great white, which is just... I don't know that it's changed in God knows how many hundreds of millions of years because it's a perfect machine.
2: Well, and it's perfect. You know, perfect is is sort of, I guess, subjective because yeah. it's what's really fascinating about these uh, these walking cat sharks, these epaulets, they, they only sort of popped into the evolutionary tree about 9 million years ago. But because they've evolved the specialized ability. To be able to to leave the water and crawl up onto land and hunt in tide pools, their tolerance for heat stress and low oxygen environments is incredibly, incredibly high. And uh, if you want to talk silver linings here and and perfection and evolution, they're thriving during climate change. As things get warmer and hotter, they're doing better than ever.
0: Yeah, dude, you know what it is? They're the free divers of the shark world
2: exactly right they grab a breath they hold that breath and they they head up and go and hunt uh you know the same way a free diver would in reverse and yeah. it, it's a fascinating behavior to see
0: without a doubt no the ocean is the is because let's face it most likely you and i are not going to get to space sadly so this is this is the next best and and there's real places out there and new things new places new new bits of understanding to go find in the ocean
2: this isn't the next best. This is much better. You know, all those guys <laughs> race into that that space, that void of nothingness. We have this incredible ocean filled with life right below us. And, no, we uh, do. You we ask do. me, it's it's as good as it gets.
0: Listen, and, you know, uh, I know we have limited time, but I've told you before, you know, my good friend George Kiefer in Curacao runs their dolphin program. He does the open water dolphin yep. program there. And, man, I hope you get time I to get to. down there and I can connect you too, because he is it is it really is a facility beyond reproach. It's the way they handle their animals is is, is flawless. Uh, it's kind of they go out in the open ocean. They, they do great research. I mean, they really come to some great understanding.
2: Yeah, we've discussed it before. I'd absolutely love to see it. I mean, it sounds phenomenal.
0: Yep, it's, uh, I go down a couple times a year, uh, and I will always make that connection for you anytime you or any of the guys. I know it doesn't fit into Shark Week, uh, unless unless I can tell you the truth that people who say that uh, dolphins fight sharks, I will tell you not unless they have to. And uh, I've been out. Hey.
2: Go ahead. You know, we just start Dolphin Week. That's
0: what it's all about. Oh, listen, I can. I I think <laughs> George was made for that. He's he's got such a great grasp of it, and it's so much fun. I've, I've literally I met him in Roatan, Honduras, at the Institute of Marine Science, and I've been friends with him for 25 years. And I've seen what he's done with the open water diving and those animals, and uh, it is really incredible. Yeah. It really is beautiful. And again, I know it's, we're on Shark Week, but I will tell you uh, firsthand, we were uh, we were out in open water with a couple of big Uh, Atlantic bottlenose and we were we were free diving and they were carrying us back up We're just having some fun with some behaviors out in open water and all of a sudden, oh. they disappeared. And as I turned around, I realized that's because a shark was coming on through. They were like, "Hey, you're on your own, fo." <laughs>
2: like okay, we're <laughs> they were done. They were yeah, just Yeah, so gone. much for that fighting thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks for the fish, Dick. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. They were done. <laughs> all right, listen, Forrest. Always good to hear your voice. I hope everybody watches you on Shark Week. Starts uh, Sunday on Discovery, Discovery Plus. Uh, don't miss it. The Island of Walking Sharks is the Wednesday, seven o'clock Kansas City time. It's it's super cool, man buddy anytime hold on I'd love to get Forrest and I George together I think I think that would be an astounding segment for their for their TV show
3: you better get to work this weekend well though. and listen all you
0: can do is
1: is offer I mean that's all you can do well because Forrest has that same thing too where he he's like he's a maniac he goes where they're, they're in yeah. Vietnam they're wherever but he also is doing like good work. Like he's on Extinct or Alive. Yeah. All these animals that they've thought have been extinct he'll for hundreds of whatever. Find one, yeah. yeah, he'll find a leopard in the middle of somewhere or he'll find a, a tortoise in the middle of yeah. wherever. And I mean, so he's doing good like educational work, but he's also a maniac. Oh
0: yeah. Well and the thing with like dolphins is you can absolutely have dolphins in captivity and, and treat them well and have them have good, happy, wonderful lives. Uh is it always that way? Of course not. I mean, that's that's just true. Yeah. And and George would be the first one to tell you, but I've watched their facility. So he was the first guy to do open water. And when they first said this, because those animals are worth probably, if you're in business, a quarter million bucks each. And uh, and that's, I mean, I'm throwing the number around, but that that's a real number. Yeah. Uh, so they were like, "Hold on, you want to what? <laughs> you want to take them out?" And he's like, "They'll they won't leave." He goes, "They will not leave us." They, you want to take them out and bet on that they won't leave? They yeah. had to go get insurance on them. <laughs> they did. That when it first happened, I remember when it first happened in Roatan. I mean, that this meeting. Is, and yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, I, I can tell you. I, I know the guy that runs Roatan. I, I've met now. I've met him. I know all the scientists that were there at the time are still Eldon, and all those Eldon's still there. And uh, and Liv- Livingston, my buddy, who's in and I was mean, like fifteen years old. George, and then uh, soon to be his wife Sonia, and then uh, they have a little boy, Simon. And uh, I mean, I-, I watched it all unfold, and and it's it is real. Like they opened the gates, and and to be honest, the hardest part of it was getting the animal to gate out, Can not not come it. back, not go. Not I mean to go. To hey, literally dip a toe. Like it's what- okay. Come on, it's okay. And, uh, and that was the hardest part, to, to entice them to come outside. And then they're like, oh, great. And they like to go with the boat. They take them for a walk. They get to go as hard as they want. They basically take them for a big walk.
3: Has anything else odd made its way in?
0: No, no, because they shut the gate again.
3: Okay, because they not you know, didn't they, know like...
0: No, they, they take them out, and then bam, you're exactly right. And then they, they, sh- they just drop the gate again. And then uh, take them out. And then, of course, there have been times when you'll go out, and there's a shark in the water, and those two animals are like, <laughs> boom, they're gone. I mean, you can't see them. They're gone. <laughs> I mean, they're gone, gone. And then George, I watch, I'm like, I'm in a panic. I'm like, he goes, yeah, there's clearly a shark out here. And then you might see a shark fin or you might see Mm -hmm. evidence of it. And you're like, I'm like, well, are they going to? And then five minutes, that shark passes on through. And all of a sudden you see those dudes pop up out of the water. They're like, what are you doing, George? You know, like, (laughs) and they're just, I mean, and you're a mile, you know, away from home. Yeah. And I. It, it, is, it is a magnificent thing, and they're worth the research. And yes, yes, in a perfect world, we just automatically know everything there is to know about them, and they don't live in any kind of a, a barrier. Yeah. But that's just not, it's just not realistic at all. Yeah. You can do some wonderful stuff. You really can, man. And I'll tell you, those animals, you can't make an animal do anything. They, they, they do things because it's joyful for them, because they enjoy the interaction. I've, I've spent enough time to know what's real and what's not real and I, and they are amazing. They don't have to be magic. By the way, crazy people like dolphins too. <laughs> you have no idea.
3: Let him ride that out. God you have oh no, you can't. What do you mean crazy, crazy Don't, don't you it, I would there's think? There's a
0: guard out there because of it. There's literally a guard at night because of kooks. because people are like that's my sister reincarnated. Yeah. Oh, I I'm telling okay. you, like, you Nick, I believe you. you. I would not encourage them. It would you would have to uh, no, never. Uh, <laughs> but you I would I would have to have George tell you before you would really understand the scope of insanity, not that they want to hurt him, no, but people didn't. like you know they they can read our thoughts and they're telepathic. And then he's like, no, they are not telepathic. They're not telepathic at all. But he goes, you know, but what they can do is echolocate and they have 3D imaging inside their, that they can send signals out. They can let, uh, find their food. They can combine their rays. Two two of them can yeah, get together. Yeah, those signals,
3: by the way, are not going to you, Sarah. Yeah. And he's like, he's like,
0: yeah, why do you got to have them do goddamn magic tricks? Because they're way better than that. And it drives him crazy. It pisses him off. He's like, they're better than magic. Let me tell you what they can do. Let me show you what they're capable of, what they can actually accomplish in, in their society, in their pods, in their and their abilities. He goes, "Why do you got to make them silly?" Because it's Linda. Yeah, I know exactly. They're from another planet. Oh, look at them! They're smiling. Their <laughs> faces are just built that way, you stupid dick. There's not a. I'd have to fix my face smile.
3: to be straight to talk to anyone. Do they to-
0: swim under the uh, island at night? I'll kill you! I will kill you! <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but this island's not floating, Tina. It's the top of a mountain. If you think that's a joke...
3: I don't. I don't actually at all.
0: How do you pick up that scuba tank if it has 3,000 pounds of air in it? Okay. I'm going to go over here and slam my head in the door.
3: How'd you make it through customs? (laughs) (laughs) I know. They're laughing at you, Dina. (laughs) (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.